Hey everyone, welcome to the Blessed Hope Podcast. I'm your host, JL, and today's episode, we have, as promised, a very special person who is going to be telling us a little bit about their own personal walk with Christ, but then also, they've got some words they want to make sure every believer out there wants to hear. So with that, thank you for joining us, and get ready for an awesome episode. And with that, once again, I am your host, JL, and this is the Blessed Hope Podcast. For anyone out there who is, this is their first time listening, we are a podcast directly designed for the believer, the follower of Jesus Christ, to encourage them and to build them up and to kind of let them know what's going on around the world, but how they should be ready, as Titus 2 tells us, to encourage and to build up our fellow believers, for that blessed hope that is coming one day, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. And today's episode is the Blessed Hope's first interview. And so just give us a little grace as we try to work this thing out. Our studio that we have is uh, super small and fitting two people in this little room with all the sound equipment can be uh, a little daunting, but we have done it. So with that said, uh, the individual I am here with today is Alex Long. Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> and um, this is uh, this is your first interview, I think, ever yeah. giving um, where anything like a podcast. Uh, but have you ever given an interview before? Never. I didn't even think about asking that. Nah, this is gonna be my first one. Uh, hope I do well. Hopefully, y'all don't t- tune out on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he he's for anyone who's paying attention, he's like staring at the phone uh, <laughs> that we have in the corner with the time, and um, that's that's part of the recording. And um, yeah, and and. I, I did that actually the very first couple episodes. I would just sit there and stare at the clock while while I talked. And, and then after a little bit, I realized, I was like, oh, I, I can actually look around. And sometimes I would even close my eyes and just kind of just focus and or I'd stare at other parts of the room. So actually, well, just to let you know, Alex, you don't have to stare at it, but okay. that's okay. Um, so with kind of going into there, can you um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, how did you... Well, who, where do you come from? Right, let's start there. <laughs> all right. So I'm Alex from Arkansas. Uh, grew up there all my life. Uh, Where in Arkansas? Uh, Little Rock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kind okay. of in the middle. It's um. Yeah. yeah I, 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 we were talking earlier about it where you and I had kind of come from the same camping ground area. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I actually thought that was pretty cool. And being, I mean, it, it's a big area, but uh, the fact that you and I had been to some of the same places uh, when we first met each other couple years ago i i found that to be kind of ironic yep. so yeah <laughs> who knew that two southern boys had that in common and we would end up in the same place small world. yeah yeah i know yeah no small world now we're on the east coast and 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 look at that i mean who knew who knew um so well what what brought you to where you are now i mean was it like i, I know we, we we've kind of talked before obviously about our like our own lives and everything but um where did you go to school? Because I, I actually, when this is a, a funny story that uh, of what your minor was with, I, I never would have thought that about you. <laughs> so I went to school in Tennessee, and my minor was German. And I, I never, I never, I literally the very first time you told me that, I was like, no way. And then when I started hearing about all the little the German stuff you knew, and and like the history, the culture, and like parts of the language, I was, I, I it. You just didn't, I, I did not take you for that type. And so I, I thought it was, I thought it was actually kind of funny. 
Yes, my pastor makes jokes about it all the time. He goes, yes, we need a half Pakistani who speaks German. I was like, okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, then there, there's there's also that that side to it. What what made you want to do, like, because that, and you, 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 like, you do, like, the political science stuff. Right. What made you want to do all that? I uh, just a passion for security and wanted to keep the country safe. Okay, so okay, so you did cool things. I like worked that. in human resources, so yeah, it's yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it has its it has its fun sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you tell us a little bit about more on the the spiritual side, I, I really like what what helped click in your mind that Jesus was your savior, like 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 was it the scripture or or was it just uh or how did how did that click so i think the first time it clicked like um i was at work one day and then me and uh john luke were talking and there's there's something in the bible called abundance of life and a long time ago years ago i had committed myself to christ but basically i had gone years without like living the right way and uh, I eventually came back and uh, there's just no better way to live than with Christ it's um you get blessings and rewards but it's uh you have something to lean on it's it's the missing part that you've been feeling in your life yeah so I I, I could definitely I could definitely uh, contest to that when I first met you I remember the talking to you and being around you it was uh it it, it was it was unique to to see that that radical change that happened in your life you went from being this this cool guy but to being someone who was like on fire for christ and as 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 you have grown it's been just incredible and it's a great encouragement for me to be able to see and and i I really um really like that about you so that i'm glad one of the things that i that (laughs) that i do want to point out that i thought was funny was when i first met you you had there were some unique experiences that you had never gone through (laughs) and uh One of those was with driving in snow, yeah, which yeah. is weird because Arkansas does get snow, mm-hmm. and, and yet I don't think you ever dr- drove in it. No, nah, I never got to drive in Arkansas. If we got one inch, everything shut down. <laughs> okay, so fair enough. And- okay, okay, so yeah, we're still recording. Okay, so fair enough. Um, so uh, please tell us a story. This this is actually, I really like this one. All right, so first time, or no, no, this would be my second or third time driving in the snow in West Virginia. I was on my way to work. It was about 7 a.m. Number one rule in ice, never hit your brakes, never slam on your brakes when you hit an ice patch. No, that, that, that tends to be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the freeway. There are patches of snow and ice. Um, I hit a couple, everything's fine. I hit one. Um, and I immediately, my immediate reaction is to slam on my brakes. So I slam on my brakes. There's this car right next to me. It keeps going. My car did a full 180 on the freeway for about five (laughs) seconds. (laughs) I'm facing the opposite side of the freeway. I'm like, oh, ah. So was it one of those moments where it was like, Jesus, take the wheel? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I couldn't even function anymore. I was just staring at the, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) As the car came full circle, it went in between two poles. So I could have hit either one of these poles. I was within an inch of either one. I missed both of them. I go straight into a ditch 
and somehow I stopped before I hit the rock cliff that's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. There, well, there wasn't a scratch on me, scratch on the car. Uh, God was good looking yeah. out for me that day. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was funny. So, like, I'm at work kind of chilling with everyone else, and, and and you hadn't come in yet. And I was like, man, like, like where, where is Alex? Like, where is this guy? And then and then when we found out what had happened, and so when you came in, I think one of the best parts was seeing everyone, like, do the slow clap yeah, in yeah. the office. Like, everyone was just like, yeah, he did it. And it, it, it's one of those things that, like, as my 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 daughter gets older, I'm gonna tell I like like I have a funny story about about uh, Alex, your uncle Alex type of thing, and and so yeah, I always thought that was funny. Yes, but um, with that with that said, I do want to let's jump into our next segment. Okay. But um, uh, this next part wanted to go really over. What did you want to go and tell the believers out there? You 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 came with a message that you wanted to go and tell everyone, and and if you want to just, I don't know, give us a, a quick 10 second teaser on what is it? What is that? Okay. So basically it's just about how you may know that you have eternal life. Uh, the Bible is very clear on how you can be sure you go to heaven. Um, and that's what I'm going to be talking about. Cool. Okay. So we're going the kind of reassurance and, and knowing that when, when you have those questions. So with that said, we're going to jump into the next segment right after this. Today's podcast Bible verse is Ezekiel 36, 26. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And with that, we're back. This is the Blessed Hope Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I have a special guest here today, Alex Long. And he has a really cool message wanting to go and tell everyone, uh, all, all the other believers out there and, and people who might be thinking of becoming a Christian, who might be wondering, well, is this really for me or should I be doing something else? Well, long story made short, he, he has a message for you guys. And, and it's, I think it's really in there with that whole Titus two theme, which is the foundation of the blessed hope podcast. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you, Alex. Okay. So basically the message today comes mainly from Romans, but there's a few things from John and some other verses I'm going to get into. But it basically comes with knowing that you can be saved uh, in the Bible way. So I recently had the chance of being at the uh, at a fair and we, we were soul winning. And uh, some of the people I talked to when I asked them, hey, are you 100% sure? They would be like, oh, yeah. And then... Uh, so they would just kind of tell you like, oh yeah, like I'm saved. Like, I'm 100% like, sure. There's yeah. no way I'm not in there. Like what were some of the things you were told with that? Like why? Right, exactly. So when we asked them why, they would be like, oh, I followed the Ten Commandments. Oh. And I, 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 you, you know, it's funny. People sometimes say that, and I, I have thought about asking them, like, "Can you name the Ten Commandments?" Yeah, yeah. And or 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 I don't know about you, but I, I the, the thought of Jesus saying, "Well, if you've committed in your mind or your heart, then you've committed it." Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, well, the people by that standard, I, <laughs> we've all yeah, we are, we're we're all guilty of these. <laughs> like, uh, you commit one, you're guilty of all of them. Yep. I mean, so, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, but yeah, so, so these stories, and then it's just. A lot of people who claimed to be saved didn't know the actual way. And um, there was just some confusion. So that's primarily where this motivation comes from to get this out. Yeah. And how how did that help with the motivation to 
have those conversations with them. Like, um, was this something that you saw yourself wanting to do? Because like when I first met you, I'm going to be honest, I, I, <laughs> I would not have thought you were the person to go out sit at a booth and go up to people and ask them, Hey, do you know who Jesus is? Uh, <laughs> and I, I would not have put you in that category. And yet now you are the uh, definitely motivated and you're out there all the time. So you've definitely done a, uh, from a Peter before the crucifixion to a Peter <laughs> after acts type inside of acts. So, uh, I've definitely, I've seen that just in you in the last couple of years I've known you. Yeah. But, uh, so like, what was the motivation to do this? Well, that was part of the motivation. Like at first, like before I was asked to volunteer at the fair, I was nervous. I was like, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a strong introvert. Like I, I do not go out and reach out to people. But when I got there, seeing the reaction on people's faces and like when they got saved, when they received Christ, uh, it's just a motivating factor. And it's, um, you want people to be saved because at the end of the day, it comes down to one thing, uh, being saved and going to heaven. So you only get this chance. Yeah. Yeah. In I, life. Oh, um, it's, we only, as the, the scripture says, we only live once yep. and then it's man to die once and, and then to be judged. And, and I don't know. It's, it's like I used to, you already know this. I used to be a lifeguard. If yep. you see someone drowning, you want to go and help them. It's the same thing goes on a spiritual side. We want to go help our friends and family that are not saved. And a lot of people just think that, okay, we're Bible thumpers. We're running around out here and, <laughs> and, and we're just like hardcore. We're the, the, the Jesus freaks as the old DC talk song used to go. And then, and, and you know what? Hey, okay. Oh, well, uh, let them call us that. I, I know in um, Romans chapter 15, it actually says, and I'm, I'm going to, I got that pinned already. So Romans 15 verses one through six, it says, now we who are strong and have an obligation to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not to please ourselves. Each one of us must please his neighbor for his good in order to build him up. For even the Messiah did not please himself. On the contrary, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For whatever was written before was written for our instruction, so that through our endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we may have hope. Now, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you agreement with one another according to Christ Jesus. So... Uh, it, while it's it's not just going over the fact of us as uh, as Christians to be together and in unison, but also to not who cares if we're insulted because Christ was insulted and he got through it. So yeah. uh, I mean I know that that never stopped you once in at the booth at all. Oh yeah, we got criticized many times and rejected many times. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, uh, from what you have told me, there were a lot of people that were saved and 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 over two hundred souls saved. Yeah, and so how did that come about? Because I know you've got some other verses that you want to go over. Right. Was that part of the reason why y'all had so many people that were saved? Yeah, and so we the way we did it was we just went over these Bible verses we're about to go over, and uh, it it's easy to understand. Christ, our gift was Christ coming down. It's not supposed to be hard to be saved, so don't make it hard for other people. It's uh, people be like, oh, you have to do this, this, and this. No, it's in the Bible what you have to do. So one of the things that we went over is in Romans 3, uh, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yeah, so that's kind of guilty. Yeah. Uh, that makes us all guilty. <laughs> all men are sinners. That's the 
uh, the hall point. And then... <laughs> how, I bet that did not go over so well with some people. Oh, no, of course not. They're like, what are you talking about? And then it was really funny with, with kids. Because kids are were the main ones talking about they followed the Ten Commandments. So it was interesting to see that dynamic that they didn't know either. And when you get saved at that young age, you can kind of set them up for life on the right track. Mm-hmm. So you set up uh, a lifetime of success or... Oh well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully if hopefully. they if they follow it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so basically, it was like if I got this right, you went in there asking them, "Are are you going to heaven?" They would say yes, or they would say no, or mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. And then, and then based off of that, you went into like, "Well, are you a good person?" And then nine out of ten people probably said that they were. And then you you dropped the Romans three twenty three bomb on them, and, and, yeah, yeah. and then they're like, oh, oh wait, I, maybe I'm not. <laughs> and then so from there, where, where where would you go with it? So we took them to the side, we pulled them to the side. We had a table, and then we would go over these. We were like, okay, if you want to be one hundred percent sure you're going to heaven today, come with us. And then we took about five minutes with each of them, and then went over these verses. So the first one was, all men are sinners. Uh, we all come short of the glory of God. The second one came from. Uh, Romans 6.23 and this is for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord so basically the price of sin is death and Jesus paid that price so we didn't have to that's our gift that's the savior Yeah, he came to save us how did that go over? that was uh, received it was um, for some it was easier than others there were a lot of so so like, when you mean easier than others, like I'm, I'm guessing from the way it sounds like some people immediately were like, oh no, I got to make this right. Yes. Or other people, it was, they were still trying, it was a hard pill to swallow type and of thing. Some people you had to go over with multiple times to explain it to them. Cause some people really didn't understand. I, I used to be one night. I didn't understand like what it meant to be saved. So explaining that part is important because you are forgiven for your, if you accept Christ into your heart for your past, present and future sins. Nice. And a lot of people just don't understand that part. It's okay. a hard concept to grasp because they think, oh. But once you got through that, right. it, did it get easier? Or yep. or was there, how, how did it go from there then? Because, I mean, I mean, if you're able to acknowledge that you're a sinner, mm-hmm. that you, there's the only way to heaven is through Jesus, at that point, it sounds like you're almost at the end zone. Like, I mean, you're, you're right. At, you're, you're, you're in um, uh, the, the red territory. Exactly. And then some people... Um, when they got there, some people got it very easily. So, uh, for the most part, once you got through these first few, people were on board. They're like, okay, I understand. And then this is where the last part we went over in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 uh, through 13. So, it was thou if uh, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Um. So basically, believe with your heart uh, and invite them into your heart. Um, How was that? That um, people actually were surprisingly understanding. And they were like, okay, so if I believe them. And this actually comes to the next part on Romans 13, uh, chapter 10, verse 13. It's for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Once you get that concept into your head. And we then prayed with them after. So this was the important part. We invited them to accept Jesus into their heart. If they were willing. If not, we went back through the verses with them. Some people needed more than others. 
like I said, but for the most part, people accepted it because it's right here in the Bible. It, you, w- w- real quick, when, when you said in the most part, they, so you had some people who still even then said no and walked away? Well, no, for the most part, people, once they sat down, they did it. But there were some people who would. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, we, the way we approached them was this is the Bible way to be saved. And mm-hmm. for the people who were willing to accept that, it's right here in the Bible. It's can't nice. be argued with. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, I will. I will let you continue. <laughs> okay. And then uh, this was just the last thing we did. We just invited them to say a little prayer like this. And if you're out there listening, um, pray this with your heart. And then, dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe that I deserve to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus died to save me from my sins. Uh, right now, I accept the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart. Uh, as my personal savior, please take away my sins and take me to heaven when I die. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you prayed that and meant that with your heart, you accepted Christ into your heart, you can be sure you're going to heaven. And this comes with John chapter 5, verse 13. You may know that you have eternal life. And then this is part of the process. So so it was, one, it was being able to help people understand that they're sinners. Yep. Number two, be able to show them how to be able to fix that they're a sinner. Yep. And then to be able to know that they are saved if they have gone through the process of accepting Jesus' sacrifice. Exactly. Nice. That's yep, that's your personal savior. Nice. And so how did that, how, if, if you had to give some tips to other believers on how to be able to, in, to encourage them or to help guide them to this. Like you've given a step-by-step process on right. how to be able to walk someone through becoming a Christian, but how, how would you encourage someone, a Christian who might be, I'm nervous to go out there and talk. I'm nervous to, to tell someone about this. How would you go about encouraging them or just guiding them to, to that? All right. So number one, um, when you approach the person, don't be criticizing. Don't be like, oh, you need to do this. You need, don't uh, approach them gently. So don't be a hardcore Bible thumper. Exactly. So yeah, don't <laughs> don't be like, oh, if you don't do this, you're going straight to hell. Uh, and like, just like that. And uh, be gentle about it. We're all sinners. Think about the first time when you uh, were, before you accepted Christ. Like, just be understanding and be like, hey, this is very important. We want y'all to be saved and talk about how you care about them. That's the price of um, uh, salvation. Like you care about them, you want them to be saved. Us as Christians, that should be our um, our goal. Yes, yes, yes. I remember the old saying goes: "The ground is level at the cross, yep. no matter where you are." In exactly. the end, we are all guilty, one hundred percent of sin. Yep, yep, yep. we are. Well, with that, we do want to get into our next segment. However, I just want to let everyone know, if you do get questions or concerns with what we've talked about today, feel free. You can reach us at theblessedhopepodcast at gmail.com, theblessedhopepodcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and you can send us direct messages there at T at T. And with that, we do want to jump into the next segment, really on kind of sending out some warnings on to the Christians and a little bit more advice out there for them. So with that, let's jump into our next quick segment. Remember, if you ever want to reach out to the Blessed Hope podcast, you can. 
All you have to do is email the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com, the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com. This is your area to send us comments, concerns, questions, or maybe you just want to say hi. You can also follow us on Twitter for daily updates at John Luke T, at John Luke T. And with that said, let's get back to the episode. And we're back. I'm your host, JL. This is the Blessed Hope Podcast. And like earlier, I am here with, once again, Alex. Alex, Alex Long. Excuse me. I'll, yeah, you can say your own name, I guess. And we're actually laughing because he was, he was just looking at his Bible um, at Matthew 24. And he's like, oh, I got actually a really good verse for this. And then he starts reading. I'm like, yeah, Matthew 24, verse 4 through 14. He goes, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I got it written down. Like, that's one of the ones we were going to do. He goes, oh, yeah. So, um yeah, it's it's funny when the, the the Lord just sometimes will throw, hey, make sure you guys talk about this, and, yeah. <laughs> and when we have that. Uh, but this segment, we kind of just wanted to go over to the believer some of the things that you need to be kind of worried about, because like, like that, like we said earlier, that Titus two, it's all about encouraging and rebuking and guiding. And one of the things that we've started realizing is that a lot of Christians are pretty worried about what's going on out there absolutely yeah and they, they it's like they're wanting to stick their head in the sand mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know have you noticed that oh absolutely this world is coming to an end mentality yeah 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 <laughs> they have that or or they have this idea of they just put their uh they're so ignorant of what's going on mm-hmm. that they don't actually know of some of the actual real dangers uh that are out there right and i i, I don't know i mean have, have you seen that yeah a good portion yeah. Um, people just not paying attention to some things. Yeah, and then and, and then it's, I, I don't know what what your thoughts are on this. Uh, we're kind of going off script with this, but it, it's it's okay it's it's okay to not know for a bit, but then to you get to a point, it's you you need to know, yep. and then it's not okay to be continuously ignorant. And like if you just don't know something because you've never been told it, well, okay, that's okay. Let's tell you, and then let's get that out there. I mean, yeah, isn't that a, probably a smart way of looking at it? Absolutely, you should be spiritually hungry and and, yeah. and wanting to, to move forward with that. Exactly. And and I do want to point out, it's funny you mentioned that spiritually hungry. So from the last segment, going over how to be saved and the encouragement of the guiding and how to be able to help share that with other people. That's one of the best ways, guys, to be able to know if someone has indeed actually accepted Christ. You will start to see that one eighty change in their life. And that's one of the coolest things you'll be able to see. I mean, I can, I, I personally can contest this with Alex here, um, um, you, seeing that change in him. It was very cool to see. And over, and now he's such an encouragement to me and, and me when he get out and be able to share the gospel with people because I'm seeing this guy out here literally shaking hands, getting to meet everyone, collecting every germ and, and getting <laughs> sick, but still wanting to be out there and share the gospel. So I, I, I'm super stoked about that. And, and it's, it's funny, we, we do tease him about the whole sick thing because uh, there's a chance we think he got our entire family sick once because he was out sharing the gospel. Someone gave him a bug and he brought it over to my house. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. We don't know if it was completely him. It could have been someone else from uh, my work. Yeah, but yeah. We're, we're blaming it on that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, let's, we're going we're gonna to go blame him. But with that, one of the warnings on a serious note, one of the warnings that us Christians we do need to know is that we are living in a time where the Bible is, I mean, Jesus throws out a lot um, 
just warnings on during the, when we get closer to the end times, how some of the churches are going to be, how some who claim to be Christians are going to be. And so we need to be careful. One of those is actually in Revelation chapter three, and this is the Laodicea church. This church looked like it was on fire. Uh, they, they had a great ministry. They had a great youth group. They had a great uh, college group. They had a great uh, just small groups going around. They had a great, all. they were just actively wanting to be out there and help out everyone when and spiritually they were dead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a nice way to put it in because we've seen, we've seen people out there that have, con, that they say that they're Christians mm-hmm. and yeah, they're spiritually dead. I and mean, there's nothing different between them and a non-believer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's sad, but we we see it. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, you hit it right on the nail. Um, is it called an apostasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. an apostasy where they've they've taken that and they moved in that direction. Yeah, right. uh, it's it's uh, where they they've taken um, certain things and they've just com- completely twisted doctrine to be able to sit and, and fit it into their own sinful desires and needs. And um, it's one of those things. It is for you, the listener. It's actually this is a good point just to remind me. If you don't understand Christian knees, I am sorry. I, I grew up knowing a lot of the Christian terms and stuff like that. So if you do get questions, feel free to send it to us. But um, um, Alex did not, and so one of the questions that he just asked if uh, was going over that. So um, if, if there are things that you don't understand. Uh, like, for instance, salvation, that mm-hmm. term, sanctification, apostasy, um, you, you blasphemy. I mean, like, there's a whole bunch <laughs> of terms out there. The, you feel free to – you can send us emails, and, and we're going to answer. We'll, we'll get you not only a Greek and Hebrew definition, but we'll also give you the historical relevance and the practicality in our own life today. But with that said, I do want to read you from Revelation 3 about this Laodicea church. And you're going to find out, like, this church is, like, booming. Like, if you go there, they got a great worship service. They're really out there just throwing it out there, all for the cause of Jesus. In actuality, they're completely dead. Everything's self-centered. The whole thing's all about tickling of the ears. If this is your huge mega churches, not all of them, but uh, I would say... I would even go in range that 80% of your churches today fall in the Laodicea church. Yeah. So with that, um, starting at verse 14, and it says, To the angel of the church in Laodicea write, To the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the originator of God's creation says, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy and need nothing, and you don't know that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you may be rich, and white clothes so that you may be dressed in your shameful nakedness not be exposed, an ointment to spread on your eyes so that you may see as many as I love. I rebuke and discipline, so be committed and repent. Listen, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and have dinner with him, and he with me. The victor, I, will give him the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I also won the victory and sat down with my father on his throne. And anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. One of the things that jumps out immediately is, the Laodicea church is filled with non-believers. 
Yeah. I mean, these people are claiming to be Christians, but they're they're not saved. I mean, really, you look at this, they're not saved. A lot of them, and some of them might be, but I, from the, the main part I'm getting here, they're spiritually dead. Yep. They're spiritually completely just bankrupt. Yeah, so then because you're lukewarm. Yeah, they're, they're lukewarm. And, and for a lot of people don't understand, Laodicea was a unique place in Turkey that actually had lukewarm, or they had hot and cold water due to the way the springs were. So they had a lot of medical supplies that were there because of the capacity to have the hot water and the cold water. And so it's funny how the, the, the way the economy was, they, they were very actually wealthy. And so it's funny how Jesus uses that connection there to be able to say, hey, you're lukewarm water, which was despised by them. So I, I find that interesting. But you, you look at it today, there are a lot of Christians who could fall into that definition Absolutely. of they have a lot of actions. I mean, we just read verse 15. I know your works. And I mean, there, there are a lot of people who seem to claim to be Christians, but they're completely spiritually bankrupt. Yeah. Spiritually bankrupt. They're, they're dead. I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is something since you've become a believer, have, have you seen this? Um, Absolutely. It's this belief that there are works that can get you into heaven. Like if you do uh certain uh, works for the poor, certain things like that, that you can work your way into heaven. And that's just not true. Yeah. But that goes back to that, uh, that, li- uh, that I, th- I believe the term is liberal theology mm-hmm. and we're, where they're like, Oh, we have to be helping out the poor. We have to be helping out the poor exactly. and their needs and stuff like that. And I find it funny. Jesus got over there when, when that was actually brought up by Judas and Jesus told him, he goes, the poor will always be here. You only have me for a little bit. Yep. Like, like focus on me. And I find that interesting. So when people say like, Oh, we can get rid of all poor. Well, no, 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 you can't. And Jesus has already, uh, he, they be here. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be here. So, I mean, I, I would definitely consider us on the lower end of the economic pay scale. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet, and yet we're able to say, hey, we're rich in Christ. And because what he has. Yep. And so, but now that, that goes into our next part. There are so many people that are worried about what's going on in this world. And I mean, we've seen it where we even have non-believers, friends of ours who are coming up and they're noticing the craziness that's going on. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm, I won't say his name, but we have one friend in particular who he is petrified with everything that's going on in this world. And he, I mean, the guy is continuously on every type of news feed, uh, freaking out. <laughs> and, and we, we keep trying to bring him back to the word of God and um, sooner or later it'll get through his thick skull. Yeah. But, um, hopefully persistence is key. Even if people are resisting, you keep going. It's the salt on the line. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep preaching to them. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. I mean, just look at, uh, Saul who mm-hmm. then became Paul. Yeah. This guy, he was, he heard, he, he probably met Jesus during this time that he was there when he was Saul and he persecuted the church. He heard all that. And it wasn't until later that he finally became saved. And then his name was changed to Paul. Mm-hmm. But with that said, for the believer, I think we need to understand that Jesus told us it was going to get bad. Yep. Yeah, and, and that was an encouragement. So we know, oh, it's going to get bad. So when it does get bad, we can be okay knowing that it, that he, he proclaimed it was going to get bad. Yep. It's all in his hands. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. It's all in his hands. I don't know for you, but for for me, that's a comfort. You're you're, you're bigger on the economic kind of focused uh, on understanding stocks and, and investing and stuff like that. And right. and I mean, I don't think it's bothered you at all. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, you have a comfort in knowing that Christ is coming back. 
This world is only temporary. Eternal life is waiting. Amen. Amen. So with that, I want to go to Matthew chapter 24, and we're going to read verses 4 through 14. I really think that kind of sums up everything that Alex just said there. Then Jesus replied to them, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. You are going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, because these things must take place, but to the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, earthquakes, in various places. All these events are the beginning of birth pains. They will hand you over for persecution, and they will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will take offense, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be delivered. This is good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. I love how this is where he, he says this is good news. Like, like yeah, it's like, this is good news. Like, you know, yeah, the kingdom's coming. You see all these things. It's good news. Because uh, when when I'm reading this, I'm like, my gosh, this is like the news. Like 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 this is my news feed on 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 social media. Like I'm, I see these things. And I go like, this, this is literally every day we hear of Iran. Oh yeah. Um, and for and for believers who are listening who are around the world, I, we know we have many. I just want to say, guys, we know you're being persecuted. Uh, for the American Christians who are clue- clueless of what's coming, mm-hmm. it is coming. And we would just want to say that we're praying for you. And for the American Christian, you need to wake up. This We are in the heart of the Laodicea church. We are in the, the, the lion's den. And you have got to wake up and know that it's, it's, it is coming. And we are going to be persecuted, but we need to, we need to know it's good news. <laughs> this is good news because the, the, the kingdom is coming. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of crazy to think it that way. Mm-hmm. That leads to that. Yeah. To the life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that this is one of the verses you wanted to bring up. Was there any specific reason why? Um, it was, uh, just on the concept of what to look out for. Uh, people will try and deceive you. Um, yeah. And, and that's true. Cause I mean, we see it all the time now. It's the Google scholars. Exactly. Yeah. People will read an article of people who take the Bible verses out of context, completely out of context. And then they use it for their own purposes. Yeah. Or then I think the other thing is if this is for a lot of believers out here, you might be rolling your eyes. Saying like, oh, these guys are talking about the end times. Oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I've I've already seen all the movies. I've I've heard of Left Behind. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, when you start to actually look at prophecy and what's just just look at what Jesus was talking about. We're not even talking Old Testament. We're talking New Testament. Right. You look at some of the things Jesus is talking about. I mean, it gets real real quick. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know. I, how since you becoming a believer, I, I remember that very first day you and I started talking about prophecy and when it clicked, like I remember seeing your face mm-hmm. and you were like, wait a second, this is talking about Israel becoming a nation again. Yep. They are a nation again. <laughs> um, how, how did that, did that scare you or excite you or a little bit of both? Like what, what was going on with that? It kind of added like back then I wasn't um, uh, like in the word per se and living my life like that. So when I saw a real life example, Israel will be made a nation in one day, for example. And I was like, oh, 
they, that was the big moment. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they, like this stuff is true, and it, yeah, it's it's happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's so many other things, and that's uh, I want to throw it back to Luke chapter 21, and it's verses 29 through verses 33, and I'll just read that, and then we'll we'll kind of chit chat about it. So it says, then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they put out leaves, you can see for yourselves and recognize that summer is already near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. I assure you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Amen to that. Knowing that his words will never pass away. That is a big, big, big uh, blessing. Blessing, mm-hmm. yes, to know that what he says is going to keep going and going to keep us moving forward. God's word is eternal. Amen. Yep. Amen to that. So, with understanding how we become saved and what we need to be weary of, what are some of the aspects you think for a non-believer who might be asking questions on how to get better answers? Like, like where were, if you had to point one area to like, Hey, this is, if you got questions, this is where I would start. So for me, I had so many questions and what I didn't realize is the answers are all in your Bible. The way to live your life is in your Bible. That's where you start. No matter what you go straight to the Bible, uh, and you verify it for yourself. Your questions are there. How can you be saved? Uh, I've sinned so much. Why would I be forgiven for being saved? Especially for new non-believers. It's right there. Go to Romans. Go to uh, John. Read it for yourself. Verify it yourself. All the answers to the questions you've been asking are in there. And I was so surprised when all my questions started getting answered. Yeah, yeah. You don't need another Christian there to save you exactly yeah you you can do it all through getting to the word of god and obviously we're not endorsing it but we will say this that there are a lot of apps out there and uh google bible verses and you can (laughs) find out some stuff real quick but be careful with some of that out there but yeah i mean you 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 can uh and then remember also blessed hope podcast at gmail.com the blessed hope podcast at gmail.com feel free to write us we will definitely earnestly write you back and get that message out there. Yep. Verify from the Bible, straight from scripture. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to that Acts chapter 17, verse 11 yep. about the Bereans. And, and uh, we brought that up just last episode where we, we need to be in our word daily and we need to be understanding that. I know that's one of the things that when, when you first really dove into your Bible, there was a big change. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yet you had questions. Uh, there was a lot of times you get one question would be answered, but by by looking for that question, three more got answered. Yeah, three more got answered, or or you got more questions that you didn't even know about. Exactly. And so it, it was there was a hunger that was being driven. Yeah. It, it was it was kind of cool to see. Yeah, everything that you wondered about, it's like, um, yeah, it's just all here, and you get spiritually hungry. It's like, what else is in there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, definitely, definitely. And then so one of one of there's actually a motto that uh, I've that Alex and I have said over the years to each other, and <laughs> I, I will. I'm, I'll just I'll throw it out there, and I, you already know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But scripture answers scripture, mm-hmm. and and many advisors 
make wise counsel. And so if you've got a question in the Bible, look in the Bible for that answer. The scripture will answer scripture. And then also to make sure you're reading it correctly, go find other Christians Mm -hmm. and go ask not just one or two, but ask five or six and make sure they don't know each other. So that they're not, it's not, you're not asking just the same echo chamber of people. Yep. Reinforcing your own belief that you want to hear exactly and and that goes back to the whole romans 15 aspect of you might you might have disagreements with some other christians with what they say or believe and as long as it doesn't go against that doctrinal statement of 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 who we are as a fundamental belief system of followers of christ and what he did then then hey we can agree to disagree alex already knows this We've had many of talks over the translations of the Bible <laughs> and King James versus NASB or right. ESV or NIV and all that. And then I, and then, I mean, you already know of all the wonderful trouble I'm going through right now <laughs> with the research for the Sabbath versus the, uh, the day of the Lord mm-hmm. or the, uh, the Lord's day and all the wonderful study that I'm doing that. And we're getting that prep for you guys out there listening. Uh, so it's, it's interesting to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) But with that said, with that said, we are going to start wrapping this up. So we have one last quick little segment. Alex has something he wants, one last encouragement thing. He wants to throw that out there for you. And then with that, we'll be ending it. So we're going to jump in right after this. And we're back everyone to the blessed hope podcast. And um, yeah, it's it's still me, JL, and 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 Alex Long. We're we're both still here. So, <laughs> with that, Alex does have one last thing he wants to throw that out there to you guys, and the church, and to kind of be that Titus too, and encourage you guys. So I'll let him take over. All right. So this one comes from Mark uh, chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go out, save as many people as you can. Yeah, and so why is that a big encouragement to you? That's, it's encouraging people to be effective Christians. Uh, the devil tries to make uh, inefficient Christians, non-believers, so they're weak. They're not going to go out there and spread the gospel so there are less people saved. Amen. I, I heard a pastor recently got over there and he said, there's a lot of prophecy fatigue where people are getting tired of waiting for the Lord to come back. They get discouraged. Oh, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. Yep. Well, the, there is a remedy for that and that remedy is you get busy doing the lord's work you get busy focusing on him you get busy studying his word and then you find out you've got work to do that christ has called us to do as you just said there in mark yeah and so but with that said guys i just want to give you guys a quick reminder that if you do have questions or concerns feel free to get to us and write us if you are a non-believer right now I do want you to know that you can be saved. What we just talked about, what Alex just brought up, you can be saved by acknowledging that you are a sinner and knowing that there's nothing you can do to be saved. And it all is relied on Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross and his resurrection. And it's not only believing it in your heart, but confessing it with your mouth and then doing that 180 turn and following him. There has to be action in our faith so we works do not create faith but faith will create works so i am not saved by my works but my faith will show that yep ephesians 2 chapter 9 
or chapter two, verse nine. Oh, and what's and what's that? Do you want to read it for everyone? Yep. Not of any works, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. So amen. don't boast about your works because that's not going to get you into heaven. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And with that, I think that's <laughs> the best way to end this episode, guys. Hey, remember, this is the Blessed Hope Podcast. We are here to help encourage you, the believer, and to help get you warned. So this episode was all about letting you guys know, making sure you understand on how you can know you are saved, how to be able to help other people become saved, and to warn you of what type of churches and people who claim to be Christians to get a, get away from them. If, if, they, if you don't see it in their life, then run from it. Yeah. And I, I do want to, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw you on under the, the, the spotlight with this one. So as we were getting prepped for this segment, it's funny. He got over there and he goes, man, there's, as we're doing this, there's so many more things I want to bring up. <laughs> and I, I think you, you got a point as we study the word, as the more we're in it, the more we're going to want to see other things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you, you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, with that said, everyone, I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you do have any questions, concerns, or comments, please write us at the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com, the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at John Luke T, at John Luke T. Just to let you know, next week we have a very interesting topic that we are going to be studying. I don't want to give it up or give it away, but I will let you know one thing. It's something that you probably don't hear all the time from pastors. And when you hear it, you're going to go, that's not really biblical, is it? And yeah, we're going to we're gonna tackle it. So with that said, I just want to say thank you, Alex Long, for being here. Thanks for having me. And it was an awesome privilege. And if you would be so kind, sir, as it closes with a word of prayer. Okay. Lord, thank you for the word we just received and the reading of your text. Please help the listeners out there. Accept into their heart and understand it. Give us all understanding and make us all hungrier for your word and to become stronger Christians and to uh, go preach the gospel uh, unto others that might uh, be missing something in their lives. We all need you in our lives. Um, You are our savior in everything uh, that we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, guys, we'll catch you guys in the next episode of the Blessed Hope Podcast. Until then, keep your eyes up and be looking for the Lord. Mm-hmm.